Today, um, I want to want to go to a passage of scripture. Well, we we've uh, dealt with the woman who was bent double for eighteen years. Amen. And now I want to look at another passage of scripture. So if you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to the book of Mark. Amen. Mark is a, he's the kind of writer that's kind of like James. He's brass. His Greek is very common, Kone Greek, but, but he's got more like street language. Um, the one thing about Mark is he gets straight to the point. And that's what I like about him. Luke is more, he's a physician, so he's more descriptive. And uh, Matthew writes to the Jews, amen. And so Mark is a very interesting book. You should try to read it uh, in the Synoptic Gospel, amen. All right, uh, Mark chapter 9, I want to show you something. I'm going to read today, beginning in verse 17, beginning in verse 17. And I'll be reading out of the... Um, I'll be reading out of the New American Standard Bible. Amen? Beginning from verse 17. It says, And one of the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son, possessed with a spirit which makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it slams him to the ground, and he foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples to cast it out, and they could not do it. And he answered them and said, Oh, unbelieving generation, how long shall I be with you? How long should I put up with you? Bring him to me. Amen. Bring him, bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him. And when he saw him immediately, the spirit threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. He said, from when? From childhood. It has often thrown him both into fire and to water. To destroy him. Tell your neighbor to destroy him. But if, you, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus, being Jesus, said to him, if you can. Don't ask me if I can. If you can. All things. Tell your neighbor, all things are possible to him who believes. And immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. I do believe. I do believe. But help. But help. My unbelief. I want to talk about this morning taking the limits off your faith. Identifying your faith type. Amen. Taking the limits off your faith. Identifying your faith type. We all have a blood type. Amen. 
we all have a specific DNA that is specific to you. We all have heard or read that the scripture says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. A lot of us have faith. But the question is today, what type of faith? Faith is not just believing anything. It is believing God and resting in him and trusting in his word. When we talk about limits last couple weeks, we looked to the woman who had no hope and no faith. But Jesus, encountering Jesus, she was healed. I want to say this to you this morning. Faith is necessary. Faith is, if I would say, one of the main ingredients for a life with no limits. It is not being reckless. It is you believing in God. Come on, somebody. Resting in him and trusting in his word that can help you take the limits off your life so that you can accomplish anything. I'm not sure if you have identified your type. I'm not sure if you are sure of the faith that you possess and what needs to be developed. Without faith, write this down somewhere, we are doomed to repeat the cycle over. Come on, somebody. I got somebody here who you said you weren't going, but you're still doing. You are living your life in a cycle. That's a life with limits. And without faith, you cannot move past those limits because here's the thing. It requires faith. To press forward. Today, I want you to learn to take the limits off your faith so that you can live victoriously. Jesus, in chapter 6 of Mark, had given his disciples the power to heal. Oh, I got to put a pen right there. They had everything that they needed. They had all the trappings. They had all the intricate 
things that's needed the power to heal. The power to cast out demons. In chapter 9, at the beginning of this chapter, we find that Peter, James, and John had an opportunity to see Jesus in a different light. That's what we call the transfiguration. Amen. Watch this. Watch where I'm going with this. They wanted to know about Elijah, who the Jews were waiting on. John the Baptist, Jesus told him, fulfill that ministry. Amen. Because he came and in the spirit of Elijah, yet Malachi's prophecy indicates that Elijah will come again at the return of Jesus Christ. Here's what I'm saying. Jesus is becoming vulnerable with them. He's showing them different things. He's giving them what you need, what they needed. Watch this. God has given you everything you need pertaining to life and godliness. You have the power to overcome. You have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. Come on and help me, somebody. You have angels all around you. You have God's grace and God's mercy, but yet it seems like you can't take the limits off your life. Seems like you're restricted. Seems like you're back to, in a corner. Come on, somebody. Watch this. The disciples had it all. And they had the physical Jesus. They had deity wrapped up in flesh. Come on, somebody. They had it all. Come on, somebody. And I, and I just want to say to somebody here today, sometimes you could be so close. Come on, somebody. Sometimes, watch this, and I'll say this to you. We all as believers have potential. It's in us. Listen, we have something in us more powerful than us, and that is the Holy Spirit. You got to get this here. You have the word of God, and we have, we have all of this working in our favor, but yet, tell your neighbor, I'm still limited. Why are there still limits? Where is your faith? See? So we got to take the limits of our faith, and before we can do that, we have to identify what type of faith we have. Here we find that in verse 14, watch this, watch this. After coming down from this great experience, I'm going to have you to put a penny in a minute. Verse 14 says, when they came back to the disciples, they saw a large crowd around them. And some, watch this now, scribes. The scribes were ex what? Priests. Who when in Babylon, they were you know, they, they became so good at exegeting the word of God. They became so good at knowing God's word and telling everybody how to live it. But they weren't living it themselves. So here Jesus and his disciples come down from an amazing experience where Jesus is transfigured. Watch this. You came to church today. You ever notice that every time you leave church, 
Every time you come from having an experience with God, what happens? It's amazing in this Christian life, you can be on the mountaintop for a moment, and the next moment, you find yourself in a full-blown argument fueled by hell. I wish I had somebody. The text says right there. They were all, did you see, did, did you see it? Verse 14, you see it? Tell you name, it's in the text. The scribes were what? Arguing. Tell your neighbor, stop arguing with me when I leave church. Take the limits off your faith. Moment you get in the car. The moment you get in the car. The other nine disciples were in a heated discussion with the crowd. Amen. What, what I want you to do, what I want to do today is reveal to you. You follow what I'm saying? It says, and one of the one in the crowd, now, so I'm going to encapsulate this, right? Look what it said in verse 17. And one of the crowd answered him. I could have stayed there, but watch this. Teacher, I brought you my son. Y'all can preach that. Watch Teacher, I brought you my son. I brought you, my son, possessed. You got to understand, we're dealing with spirits. That's what we're dealing with. See, when it comes down to your faith, you got to understand, you got to know how to fight in the spirit. For our weapons are not what? Carnal. For our battle is not against what? You think it's that person picking on you. It's the spirit that's messing with you. So I brought my son, Lord, uh, Lord, possessed with a spirit that makes him what? Mute. The boy didn't even have a voice. His whole life, he's been, he's been silenced by a spirit. And whenever it sees him, not only, watch this, not only that, but watch this, not only did the, did the spirit make him mute, but watch what the spirit did. And whenever that demonic spirit, now watch this. Some say this is epilepsy and things like that. This is demonic possession. This is how demons work. Demons will shut you up. Demons will cause tragedy to come in your life where you will be silent the rest of your life because you don't want to talk about what happened to you. You don't want to say what really is going on. The devil will try to mute you. But you got a voice. And you got to take the limits off your faith. Somebody here, the devil want to distract you right now. The moment the word, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show it to you in a minute. Watch this. He said, look what he said. He said, it slams him to the ground. Watch this. This is a violent demon. Some of you have been in relationships like this. Well, all you do is fight. Amen. They want you to be quiet. And then they want to fight you. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Tell you, neighbor, that's a spirit. It slams him to the ground. He foams at the mouth and grinds his teeth and stiffens out. I told your disciples. To cast it out. And they couldn't do it. The faith of the disciples, the faith of the disciples 
was little. In another, in another, Mark, Matthew said they had little faith. But I call it, watch this, first type of faith, you ready? Is a defeated faith. You've got faith, but it's defeated. You've tried, you keep on trying, but you're defeated. You're hanging on by a thread. Watch this. I told your disciples, why could they not do it when they had the power to do it? They had the spiritual resources to do it because they've been defeated. Matthew says that their faith was, watch this, little. The King James says it was unbelieving faith. See, you and I can get into this Christian life for a moment and we can become defeated. Our faith type can, listen, you have, the, you have the look, but your faith is defeated. Because watch this, you can't cast nothing out. You have everything that you need. This is not a sickness, as some suggest. This was pure demon possession. And the Bible says that demons do believe and shudder. But our faith has to be greater. And some of you today, I want to tell you something. If you really was to take a look at your faith, it's a defeated faith. Matthew says, Lord, have mercy on my son. This is, what Ma this is, how, the, this is how Matthew records it. Matthew says, this is how Matthew says, Lord, have mercy on my son. Watch this. For he is a lunatic. His daddy has already, the psychiatrist has already said he's a lunatic. Ain't no hope for him. Ain't no this. Ain't no that. And so therefore, before the father, I'll show you the father's faith, but the disciples' faith was defeated faith because it was an unbelieving faith. It was little. It was, watch this, it was smaller. It was even, watch this, it was so small that it fall in the category of unbelief. But saints, a disappointing faith, come on somebody, a disappointing faith, a defeated faith, I want to say something about this defeated faith. Sometimes we're saying that we have faith, but we're defeated. Because we've tried, and we've tried, and we've tried, and every time you keep trying, watch this, then you give up. So guess what? You give up, and you say, well, if you want to argue, we're going to argue then. Want to fuss and fight? We're just going to fuss and fight then. Tell your neighbor, defeated faith. Watch what he goes on to say. Watch what he goes on to say. Watch what he goes on to say. Now, now this one, this one going to get you. Amen. Look at verse 19 now. Amen. I'm, I'm doing them in sections. Amen. Watch this. So what's the first faith? A defeated faith. Now watch, watch verse 19. Verse 19 says what? Verse 19 says, and he said, and, 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 and he answered them. Look how Jesus answered them. Oh, unbelieving. He cursed the whole. How long? Shall I be with you? How long should I put up with you? Bring, bring, bring him here. 
sick and tired of this. Bring him in. So, so the next faith, you ready? A diabolical faith. You know what diabolical is? D-I-B-O-L-I-C-A-L. Diabolical faith is devilish faith. That's what that means. That's what that means. He says, Jesus is looking at them as, as Satan. As Satan had that type of faith, you know, he, was, he would never believe. And he was calling out a generation who was diabolical. Amen. They had a faith, but it was an imitation faith. They didn't want Jesus. They didn't believe in Jesus. Devilish faith is almost like when the devil quotes scriptures, come to church, goes through the motion, looking like he showed up to grow in faith. That's what diabolical faith looks like. In church every week, quote the Bible, sing hymns, fall out on the ground, but get up and have no power. Come on, y'all. Because when we leave, we're still the same. So, so not only is there defeated faith, there's diabolical faith. They wanted Jesus only for what they could get from him. Do, do you have true faith in Jesus? Are you convinced that he is God and that he came to save us from our sins? Because if you don't believe that, then you got limits on your life. If you're going to lift the limits off your life, you have to deal, you ready, with it, ready for this, with your unbelief. Many of us want the limits off. We may be bound by a diabolical faith that we can't get rid of. It's our faith that will move us to deliverance. Tell your neighbor, I need to know my type. Verse 20. They brought the boy to him. Watch this. Watch Satan's last attempt. Let me tell you something. When you show up, you got to be careful of distractions. Because when the moment you hit them doors or the moment you put on that screen, watch this, everything in the kitchen sink going to start going wrong. Because the devil does not want you to move in faith. And it doesn't take much faith either. Mustard seed faith is smaller than little faith. Yeah. And you don't even have that. <laughs> they brought the boy to him. And when he saw him immediately, immediately, watch this. The spirit threw him into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, he began what? Rolling around and foaming at the mouth. And he asked his father. Now, I, I, Jesus, why you want, why you need to know? Why you need to know all that? Jesus being the doctor. How long has this been happening to him? And he said from what? From childhood. Can I tell somebody something? Your limits started the moment you were born. Why? Because you were born in depravity. Born in sin. Shaped in iniquity. Watch this. But thank God for Jesus. 
This is why, parents, it's so important that you get your kids, come on, somebody, to Sunday school so that they can develop a faith before it's too late. Because the world has a diabolical faith waiting for them. Oh, I wish I had somebody. The Bible says that, that watch this, and, 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 and often throws him both into the fire and into the water to what? To destroy him. Third type of faith, you ready? A disappointing faith. Demonic faith can be deceiving. Because there's also a demonic faith, right? Every time you come to church to get your breakthrough, a spirit can come to distract you, deter you, deceive you, and ultimately delay your deliverance. Can I ask you a question? What spirit showed up with you today? Is it a distracting spirit? Is it a bathroom spirit? Coffee spirit. <laughs> y'all ain't trying. Y'all ain't trying. Y'all can come by the door and say amen. I can see y'all. Watch it. Watch this. 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 From the moment they brought him to Jesus, what did the spirit do? The spirit went to overtime. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The closer you get to Jesus the more distractions will come with you. You see, the boy was possessed by a spirit, but the boy didn't have no faith. How many times has the enemy recognized that we are getting closer to our deliverance, to taking the limits off our lives, and he tries to throw us into the fire again to destroy us? This was an evil spirit. Any spirit that hinders you, any spirit that tries to distract you or deter you, you got to watch out because it can cause you to be defeated. Watch this. Because every time you try to come to church, something happens and you keep your faith now is becoming what? A defeated faith. You know what I'm saying? Your faith is becoming so defeated that watch this, that you're, uh, oh, dis oh, you're becoming disappointed so much that you're like, man, I ain't going to try no more. Come on, how many of you experience this? Every time you try, come on now, you try, you try, you try, you try. You're trying to get to church. You're trying to do something, trying to read your Bible, trying to pray. And every time, every time, saints, it's a disappointing faith because Satan knows what spirit to use to distract you. You're sitting there reading, and all of a sudden you say, man, I'm hungry. Where in the world is that? I ain't never seen nothing like this before. Screw tape letters. If you ever read C.S. Lewis, screw, screw tape letters. He said the guy was sitting in the library and he's reading God's word. And he says one of the tricks of the enemy, one of the tricks of the demon, the demon will always put the power of suggestion on us so that we can start feeling like, man, I'm hungry. I wonder what's going on at home. I wonder what's on the TV. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. And you get no face time with God. Your faith can't grow if you don't read your word. You can't grow in faith just showing up on Sunday. You got to do the work Monday through Friday. A disappointing faith will stop you from trying. 
Because every time, watch this, you get closer, you get burnt. Every time you come to church to get your breakthrough, a spirit comes to what? Distract you, deter you, deceive you, and ultimately to delay your deliverance, leaving you disappointed. So what do you do? You're like, man, what's, what's the point? What's the point of reading? What's the point of having faith? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. The limits were already on his life. The woman last week was bound for 18 years. This boy has been bound since birth. Some of us have been bound since birth. Some of us been trying to get loose for a long time. But because of the disappointment, because every time you try, Jesus wants to release you. He wants to release you, but you got to believe how many times have you left church defeated? You came here for a word, but you left defeated. <laughs> you came here for a word, but you left here disappointed. If your faith is not growing past disappointment, something is wrong. You got to identify that spirit that keeps coming your way. Matthew, verse 22b, he says, and if, now look at the father now, the father's faith, watch what he said, but if you can do anything, Look what the father said. The father said, take pity on us and help us. Because the disciples couldn't do it. So you have defeated faith. You have diabolical faith. You have disappointed faith. But watch this. He says, but if. Now the if is a hypothetical. If in the third class condition. If and it ain't true. Jesus already knew the heart of the father. And But watch this. You know how we say stuff? We just say stuff. How you doing, Pastor? Blessed and highly favored the Lord. I'm broke. I ain't got no gas money. Rent is due. I'm blessed. See, we talk a good talk. But we don't really believe. Oh, I wish I had somebody. We say we're good when we're not. I wish when you come to Jesus, you could just say, you know, I'm disappointed, Lord. I should, I, I, man, listen here now. <laughs> Amen. I, I, I'm defeated right now, okay, Pastor? I'm defeated right now. Amen. I really need your prayer right now. I need you to help me to get out of this funk because my faith right now is failing right now. But I'm not going to sit here. He said, but if you can do anything, if you can do anything, he said, take pity and help us. Watch this. The next thing, the next faith you got to look at is a doubtful faith. He came to Jesus asking Watch this. Many of us don't get our prayers answered because we're asking with doubt. Oh, Lord Jesus, I want to shout. Watch this. Watch this. We doubt. Watch this. He wanted what Jesus was offering, but yet he was still doubtful. He said to Jesus, if you can. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Now, the reason why I say he's doubtful, because watch this. Watch this. Because the, fa because the Father... Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. Okay. He's trying to, that's a spirit right there. That's a, that's a spirit that's trying to shut me up. You can't mute me. You cannot mute me, Satan. Not today and never. I'm going to keep talking. God gave me a big mouth and I'm going to use it. 
I wish I had somebody. Amen. Let me go over that point again. Amen. I'm talking about this father who came to Jesus. Come on, somebody. He's saying have pity, but he didn't mean it. Because he, he questioned. He said, if you can. If you can. First of all, you got to know who you're talking to. You're talking to the way maker. You're talking to the miracle worker. You're talking to the wheel in the middle of the wheel. You're talking about, amen. You're talking to Alpha and Omega. El Elyon. Jehovah Rapa. Jehovah Nisi. You're talking to God of the universe. And you're saying, if you can. He was appealing, watch this, to Jesus. But Jesus saw right through that. If you can. No, I can, bro. <laughs> Watch this. When we want the limits off our lives, we can't have any type of doubt. This is what happened to the disciples. What happened to the disciples? They were doubtful. Watch this. Watch this. Let me, let me, let me explain about the disciples' faith, okay? It, it, the reason why it's defeated, I call their faith defeated faith or failed faith because they had failed. Here's what had happened. You ready? I'm going to get this for free. Watch this. They had become so accustomed to winning and delivering and healing. It had become so good to them. Watch this. That they thought it was them. And every now and then, God got to take that power from you. He got to take some stuff from you to remind you it was never about you. That's why they were defeated. That's why Jesus had to step in and do for them what they couldn't do for themselves or for somebody else. They were high-capping. You know why I say they were high-capping? Because right after this, they start talking about who's going to be the greatest. See, they weren't interested in power and deliverance, they were interested in position. See, a lot of people come to church for different reasons. Somebody, can't, they can't rule their house, so they come to the house and rule, rule church. Come on, somebody, they ain't never been over nothing, so that, you know, they want to be the president and the treasurer and all this other stuff, and guess what? Don't use the church for all that, boo, just because nobody recognizes your work. position I, I have never said ever I'm the pastor I don't have to say that that's already understood <laughs> and I realize that every time I stand here I'm standing under his authority but I'm yielding because I'm weak I'm weak so I need him to be strong so they had become so, they, 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 started, they started forgetting the source. And so, watch this, watch this now. So the father thought Jesus had, the father thought Jesus had the same faith as the, because they couldn't recognize him as God. So they thought, well, shoot, you know, well, your disciples couldn't do it. Notice how he called them out, right? I brought them to your disciples, see? But what a call out, right? <laughs> Talk about uh, whistleblowers. 
Come on, somebody. <laughs> they were whistleblowing on them, you know what I mean? And, 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 and calling the EEOC people and stuff, you know what I mean? Saying, listen, listen, your disciples, your disciples, they couldn't do. They're supposed to do, but they didn't do. Tell your neighbor, doubtful faith. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He said, but if you can, amen, if you can now, Jesus, only if you can, take pity on us. Oh, you got to catch it. 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 Because the longer you stay in Jesus' presence, the more you realize what your real need is. Hold on a minute. I thought the father was appealing for his son's healing. So it tells me that the father from childbirth had a difficult time dealing with this son of his who didn't try to put on the Ridlin. Didn't. <laughs> Come on now. The psychiatrist doesn't put him in a room with blocks and things. Your son is aggressive. Your son got issues. Your son is this. And, you know, and all his life he's been having to put up with this lunatic son. Matter of fact, he called his son lunatic. But I want to tell you, you got to take the limits off your children. Listen, listen, listen. If you get them to Jesus. Come on, somebody. <laughs> if you get them from to Jesus. They will go from lunatic to winners. I wish I had somebody. Because they're born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and they need to be saved. Are you with me? Watch this now. Doubtful faith, doubtful faith. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Something different was going to happen now. You know why? Because now you're dealing with Jesus. Watch verse 23. And Jesus said to him, oh, I love Jesus, boy. I love Jesus, man. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. You know what? Listen, you got to love Jesus. One day we will behold him, y'all. But now we're beholding his words. I want you to grab his words. I want you to look at this one verse, just this one verse. And Jesus said to him, look what he said to him, if you can. It's never about me. It's about you. You got to check your belief because I know who I am. I'm God. So this has nothing to do with me. It's all about who? You. He says, if you can, all things. Come on and help me somebody. I said, what? All things. It settles the issue that we all have. Whether this is possible or that is possible or that is possible, tell your neighbor limits, limits. Listen, you can go back to college. Come on, somebody. You can achieve more. You Listen, you can get married. You can have a beautiful family. You went through a bad situation, but you got to take them limits, not because he can, but the question is, can you? So the next faith is decisive faith. You have to have what kind of faith? Decisive faith. That means you're settled. I believe that Jesus can, but do I believe that do, do I believe that I can what? 
believe. Not what I can do, but what I can what? Believe. Listen. Oh, I want to help somebody. Take the limits off your believing. Take the limits off your believing right now and dream again. Because all things, oh, I wish I, listen, if you're limiting your, watch this, yourself to just a car or material things, I'm talking about taking them limits off your life and believing that all things are possible. In the physical, it looks impossible that his son would be free, especially after we've had a failed attempt. Watch this. Now we see Jesus saying, yes, my disciples should have been able to help you. But if you believe, you can take the limits off your life today. If you can, he says, if you can. So it has nothing to do with Jesus. So let me ask you a question. Which type are you? Who's holding you? Who's really? You didn't blame it on your mama. You didn't blame it on where you were born. You didn't blame it on this. You didn't blame it on that. You didn't blame it on there because of this, because of that. But the question I have for you, what's, limit, what's limiting you from believing? Decisive faith means that you're settled. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 24. Verse 24, and I'm done. And immediately, oh, thank God that when I come, you know, when we come to God, you know how we come to God? We be fronting. I'm sorry. We don't tell the truth all the time. Well, Pastor, pray for my brother, but you really, you're the one that really need prayer. I just wanted to make a plan for you. We'd be fronting. When you come into the presence of Jesus and you realize what type of faith you have, watch this. You will really recognize you have a need as much as the person that you're praying for. But you will you and I will never take the limits off our lives if we're not real with self. Lord, what do I really need today? Look what, he, look, look what the father said. Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Pistuo. But help my apistia. My unbelief. I believe. How do you do that? I, I don't understand how you do that. I believe, but but help my unbelief. No, 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 no. I believe, but help my unbelief. That don't sound right. And it has become an excuse not to believe. Oh, I wish I had somebody. But watch this. He says, I believe, so the last faith is deliverance faith. A faith that will deliver you from your unbelief. A faith that will deliver you, watch this, watch this, watch this now. 
so you can take the limits off your life. Listen, the father's recent lack of faith proved, watch this, that he asked Jesus to heal him before he healed his son. Because he realized what was standing between his son's deliverance uh, <laughs> was his faith in Jesus. The father recognized that he needed healing first. Listen, I get it. I know you want to intercede for everybody. I know. But why don't you deal with you first? He was desperate, but Jesus was deliberate. I'm going to say it one more time. He was desperate. But when you come into the presence of Jesus, you realize what your real need is. Watch this. He wanted the Father, Jesus, to experience the power of believing in him so that he could see his son set free. Some of you have been praying for your kids for years, but you ain't got no faith. Because all you think about is their past. You think about their lunatic behavior. Come on, somebody. You got to come on and say amen. But if you believe, you can believe them into the kingdom. You got to take the limits off your life by being truthful about your unbelief. Watch this. So that God can do something about it. Deliverance faith will move you from belief, from unbelief to belief. Batteries come in different types. You have AAA, AA, you got C, you got D, and you got 9 volt. Most things that are batteried, are, that are powered by batteries have an on and off switch. If the batteries are included, though, when an item is purchased, then it's ready for immediate use. I'm trying to help somebody. You have everything inside of you. Batteries included. When he saved you. I'm going to say it one more time. Batteries included. When he saved you. All you got to do is hit the switch. All you got to do is what? Hit the switch. All you got to do what? Hit switch. And then you'll find out if you really believe. Saints, we got to turn on our faith so we're able to access the power that's included in us. But if it is a defeated faith, <laughs> come on somebody, if it's a diabolical faith, if it's a disappointed faith, it is, if it is a doubtful faith, you're not going to go anywhere. But it has to be a decisive faith that leads to a deliverance faith. Why did I say deliverance faith? When I look at this father, he needed that type of faith for his son's deliverance. How many of you are struggling with stuff? And you think, oh, it's just faith in God, believe in Jesus, that's it. No, you need some deliverance faith. 
every time you try, that spirit come to mute you and destroy you. Don't you think you need deliverance now? The moment you open your mouth about God, somebody's trying to shut you up. Or do you talk about God? I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> some of us are secret Christians, you know. <laughs> you know, we just undercover. So can I ask you a question today? Are you going to take the limits off your faith? Are you going to discover what type of faith you have and what type of faith you need so that you can press forward and we're going to start seeing you live victoriously? Why? Because you've taken the limits off.